welcome to Happily Ever After, the podcast that talks about the mysterious world of divorce and uncoupling and living happily ever after heartbreak. I am your host, Hannah Harvey. I am a writer and an award-winning blogger. I am also the founder of the divorce retreat, Heartache Hall, which you can find at heartachehall.com. It would make my day if you could subscribe and leave a review so more people can find this podcast. I would also love to hear from you. So contact me through Instagram at hharveywrites with your stories of divorce and heartbreak. Any thoughts you might have on the episode or even questions you might want answering. And as always, you can find all the details from the episode in the show notes. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Happily Ever After, the podcast where we talk about all things divorce and heartache, but leave with hope. I'm your host, Hannah Harvey, and today we are talking about overwhelm. So the average divorce takes about two years. I know, right? What the fuck? It seems incredibly daunting when you're at the start. You are navigating your emotions, not to mention the emotions of your ex, your family, and any children involved. You also have loads of practicalities when you're getting divorced, and it can feel like it requires a reservoir of resilience whilst also feeling like you might die at times, thanks to your body's response to fear and overwhelm. But I'm here to tell you that there is hope, and if I can do it, so can you. And I wanted to share something today that really helped me to reframe my own abilities and how I responded to overwhelm. In the early days of your divorce, overwhelm is a hugely common feeling. I remember looking in the mirror and thinking, how the hell am I gonna do it all? I was in shock and the person who I would normally turn to to comfort me was obviously no longer available. And there was also a ton of new stuff to get my head around. It's natural to think there's too much to do. And at times I felt completely out of my depth. I would get that telltale feeling of panic. You know when you stamp on the brakes in your car and then your arms and your legs go to jelly? It could be like that, but it could also be like a sickness in the pit of my stomach or a tightening across my chest. And I've even felt it inside my brain and across my face like a weird prickling, tightening feeling. And just so you know, however you feel is completely normal and it's your body's response to fear that kind of fight or flight feeling. Now, after the breakdown of my marriage, my fight flight response was firmly set into flight. It wasn't working, it wasn't fair on either of us, nor our children, but that didn't make it any easier. The combination of guilt I felt around splitting up our family with all the new responsibilities I had to take on felt immense. I was definitely the one who was gonna move out because I needed to guarantee that I had my own private space. But I found moving very stressful and I think I added to that by making it feel quite urgent and put a lot of pressure on myself. 
So in those early days, um, a friend of mine was on holiday for a week, so I stayed at her house. I had the children half the time, and I was house hunting like a mofo. I've mentioned this before, but bearing in mind it was a mid-pandemic 2020 and everybody wanted to move out of the city into the countryside, there was nothing to rent. I found the perfect place within a few days and I moved in the following week. However, I'd managed all that stuff, I was okay, but I hadn't paid a bill in years. So that's when the fun really began and I was in overwhelm. My friend Natalie came over for a yoga session. We were bubbling together at the time and she found me in a mess on the floor worrying about broadband. I just felt like I didn't know what to do first so she wrote me a list of all the bills I had to pay um, and how to get the best deals. Now that is true friendship. So this is what I refer to as my bills moment. And firstly, I'm fully aware how lucky I was to be in a position to move and do it so quickly. And secondly, you might be thinking, oh my God, what kind of sap doesn't know how to pay bills? But it's not about the bills. Of course I know how to pay bills. And when I'm firing on all cylinders, I'll have you know, I'm a pretty sweet problem solver. But no, this is about overwhelm. The straw that broke the camel's back that one last thing that pushes you over the edge. And I will tell you after this short break what it was that helped me reframe this and allowed me to give myself a massive break. I just wanted to tell you quickly about my divorce retreat, Heartache Hall, because tickets are now on sale and I'm really excited about it. So divorce is shit, right? You wanna hide in a cave, and I don't think it's just me who feels like that. But you also have loads of practical stuff to sort out, some of which you might have zero experience in. Legal and financial management springs to mind. To survive my divorce, I threw everything at it. I spent a lot of money on different things and learned a lot of lessons the hard way. Now, I know there are many retreats out there, wonderful retreats that get to the heart of your pain, but it was also the practical stuff that I struggled with, particularly around money. Heartache Hall is basically the retreat that I needed, that I didn't even realize I needed. And in my opinion, it's the perfect combination of emotional and practical support. It will save you so much time and heartache and even money because you'll leave with a really clear plan. And the really priceless thing for me is that you'll find your tribe. A group of women who are going through the same things you are and together you can support each other as you navigate your divorce. At the retreat you'll learn how to manage your emotions, you will have tackled your blocks around planning your future and have learned some critical mindset adjustments that give you permission to create the life of your dreams, to connect to hope and to prioritize joy. So, if you visit Heartache Hall, you can get loads more info. That's heartachehall.com. You can book your tickets there and you can even organize a call with me to see if you think the retreat is a good fit for you. Um, also, feel free to message me through the chat. 
Okay, so we've just been talking about my Bills moment and how it led to total overwhelm and that feeling like all is lost, you are completely hopeless and you might even have a panic attack. This is the thing that blew my mind and helped me to completely reframe how I was feeling about myself, my abilities and what I was capable of. So I discovered later from my therapist that half of your brain is basically dead to you. Those are my words, not his. When you're going through a traumatic event like the breakdown of your marriage, up to half of your brain is so busy processing the trauma and what is going on and so busy being scared of the future that the simple task of setting up a few direct debits can be too much, which explains why I lost it. So this in turn means you've only got half a brain to do everything else and some of those you'll never have done before. So it's no wonder we get panicky and feel like we might die at times. Seems dramatic, but it's true. So please remember if you are feeling panicky or overwhelmed that what you're feeling now is temporary. You need to be really, really kind to yourself. Be patient and take your time because it's so important during this period and I've learned that the hard way. I actually think it took me longer to recover because I was so gung-ho in those early weeks and months. So take your time to recover, go slow and feel what you really feel. Your body will thank you for it. Your bills moment may come in the form of something entirely different but if it does just think of me lying on the floor in a mess and go, oh, I'm having a Bills moment. You can call a friend or your parents or whoever you feel safe speaking to and say the following. Hi, I'm freaking out about XYZ. Can you please talk to me like a two-year-old? Explain what I need to do in simple steps and tell me everything is going to be okay. Please and thank you. All right, gorgeous, you've got this. Have a great week and I'll see you next week for another episode of the Happily Ever After podcast with me, Hannah Harvey. Don't forget to review and subscribe. And if you've got a friend who might enjoy it, please do recommend they listen to. You can get in touch with me via Instagram at hharveywrites or via my website, hannahharvey.com. And I'd love to hear from you and any thoughts you have about this week's episode. See you next week.